Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, your twice-weekly podcast dedicated to the radio show slash podcast, Too Beautiful to Live. I'm Bobby Pape, and joining me, a man who wishes he had a nickel for every time someone posted an article to his Facebook page about the addictive properties of cheese, Mike Frizzell. Hello, sir. Uh, hola from the AutoZone studios in Austin, Texas. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Really pushing for that sponsorship on Mondays. We bring you a recap of the most recent recent week of TBTL that was, but this is a Friday edition of the show when we bring on a special guest, 10, to talk about a classic clip from TBTL history. And tonight, we welcome Itha 10, or Ithaca 10, I'm still trying to decide, Sheila Rakes. Hello, Sheila. Hi there. Sheila will be taking us back to February 2011 for a very special edition of Cooking with Sean Detour recorded in Burbank <laughs> Kitchens. And uh, as I mentioned, Sheila, you're coming to us from the beautiful southern tip of Cayuga Lake Correct. in Ithaca, the Bay that's, City. <laughs> the Bay City, that's right. Uh, as we get going here, we'll start with some things we must discuss, okay. uh, followed by uh, a little bit of introduction. The nice lady will be played by Mike tonight and he'll interview you. Then we'll play your clip and come back to talk a bit about it before we get out of here for tonight. But let's start with what we must discuss. Uh, Sheila, I need to know, how did you end up in Ithaca? Um, I went to college here. I went to the other college in Ithaca, Ithaca College. So the one at the bottom. The one at the bottom, that's right. The one not on the east side, but on the south side. Just to be clear for everyone, what is the famous Ivy League school? The Ivy League school in Ithaca is Cornell University. Big Red. The Big Red, where Dave Ross went to school. Dave Ross. And I saw him in the grocery store parking lot about two years ago. And I stopped him and and spoke to him, and he freaked out. He couldn't... (laughs) figure out how in the hell someone in Ithaca knew who Dave Ross was. It you, really, really scared him. You got to watch out, Sheila. He'll he'll uh, spray some drive-by wisdom at you. <laughs> he did. You know, it's funny. I guess I didn't listen to a ton of Ross and Burbank or Dave Ross uh, in the time when Luke was still at Cairo. I would catch it here and there. I must have missed the fact that he went to Cornell, which makes sense because I like Dave Ross and I don't like anyone who ever went to Cornell. <laughs> oh, really? Why would that be? <laughs> because they're wonderful human beings. Yes, they're wonderful Who aren't human the beings. least bit pretentious about their alma mater. <laughs> Just resentful, really. I know. Well, I understand. <clears throat> I haven't been to Ithaca in a few years now. But it is one of my favorite places, actually. It's very beautiful. And you get all four seasons. And um, yep. I have – I know a few people that – I almost went to Ithaca College, actually. It was on my short really? list before I ended up going to Buffalo because I realized I had no money. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah. Um, and we won't even go for the gorgeous joke. I won't even do it. Is there a joke involved? Well, I, I don't think – no. It's just no, poor wordplay, although – I wish I had that T-shirt. I had that T-shirt for a long time, and it finally disintegrated a few years ago. You did? I'll send oh, you yeah. another one. Ha! <laughs> That's all I wanted this to do. Wait, what is this joke? Ithaca is gorgeous, Mike. Gorgeous. G-O-R-G-E-S. Gorgeous. 
Right, because it's full of gorges and waterfalls, and so somebody created the slogan, oh. Ithaca is gorges, Okay, and it's well, everywhere. Th- those of us that haven't been uh, anywhere near Ithaca, we, weren't, we aren't familiar with the gorges, so I'm glad I asked. Oh my gosh, I'll send you pictures, I'll send you uh, brochures, I'll send you information, Mike, don't worry about it. I'm on my way, I, it's in the continental United States, I can visit. That's right. They do have a robust tourism council. They certainly do. And uh, we could probably make a central New York swing out of it and go to Cooperstown, too. Oh, my God. Well, I I tried to get Luke to come here when he was coming from Buffalo to uh, Cooperstown and emailed him and said, you know, swing by here. And do you think he replied to me? No. (laughs) No, that's okay. He ended up driving in the wrong direction and made I know. it all the way to Seattle. I know. So I'm just right. like, oh, that's perfect. That's just, that's perfect. He's in Buffalo. He's coming to Cooperston. What is in the middle? Ithaca's in the middle. And well, sure enough, he flakes out. While we're doing Ithaca talk, um, I was explaining who we were going to be talking to, uh, to Emily tonight. And, um, and we appreciate uh, the care package. Thank you, Sheila. Mm-hmm. That was, yep. that was fantastic of you to do. And, um, she mentioned that uh, you were from Ithaca, and she said the only other time she'd ever really heard of Ithaca was when there was a guy who was making amends, making like alcoholic amends to her about um, some times he was trying to like uh, make her take ecstasy and go to parties, and, and like he was being apologetic about it. And he also had uh, he had to apologize to her about when they were in high school, I think telling her that he was from Ithaca, New York, uh-huh. when he was actually from Denham Springs, Louisiana, which is just a little <laughs> tiny, oh my God. tiny rural town in Louisiana. That's so he must have thought it was a cool place. She had no idea. <laughs> you know, she thought she thought it was like the Greek island that Homer was trying to get back to. But uh, but yeah, that's so funny. that's that was her brush with Ithaca. And so it must wow. be a cool place if people are trying to to get laid with it. <laughs> well, it works for me, let me tell you. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll save that for after hours. Okay. All right. Mike, actually, uh, unless we have more must-discuss business, why don't you run Sheila through her paces? Absolutely. Hello, Sheila. Hi, Mike. <laughs> so you're a regular <laughs> listener to the show, so you know what questions are coming. Um, I do. Tell us, uh, what was the first episode of oh. TBTL you listened to? Oh, my gosh. I... I can't answer this question. It was so, so long ago. Um, I think that um, I started listening to some archive shows and they were like best of shows. Mm-hmm. I don't remember listening to any complete shows in the beginning. I don't really remember why or how, but um, I, it's probably because I didn't have the podcasting thing quite figured out, mm-hmm. you know, right at the beginning. How did you um, hear re- about it though? Uh, when Luke was on Wait, Wait as a, a host, a fill-in host. Right. Right. He did a really good job. Um, he must the have, because an awful lot of people, I think a lot, a lot of people, uh, you know, started listening I'm, to TBTL after that one. I'm also one of those people. I I sort of had these occasional run-ins with Luke's work in different places, and I think it was remembering that he had guest hosted Wait, Wait a couple of times that pushed me over the edge. Yeah, yeah. So, Sheila, you were listening off and on and you were trying to figure out the podcasting thing. Was mm-hmm. there an aha moment 
uh, an episode, a moment in an episode or a segment that just made you think, uh, I'm into this now and I'm going to have to listen to all of it? I don't think there was one moment. I, I think it was just uh, like somebody said last week or uh, uh, on the on your podcast, it's sort of a slow burn. You know, you sort of mm-hmm. you, you're you listen and you listen and suddenly before you know it, you're hooked. Um, and I think that was sort of the way it was for me. I also went on the website and like poked around to look at all the different, um, you know, sayings and what they all meant and, you know, what a 10 was and why they say drunk people are so meta and all that kind of stuff. And so I think, you know, I did my research and I'm like, I want to be a part of this. And, so uh, yeah. The episode that, that you gave us tonight is, um, it's in 2011, but your listening to the show predates that by quite a bit or just a little yeah. bit. No, a bit. I think uh, I started listening around the time just after they became a podcast, I think. Um, when Jen was on the road and Luke was doing it from see. his house or wherever. So about about uh, like a year and a half into the actual show, maybe if I'm if I'm doing the math right. At, at the actual show when they were a radio show, you mean? Right, or? right. Yeah, from I the think very so. beginning. Yeah, okay. yeah. I never listened when they were on the radio at all. Well, I also noticed that um, I was looking back through the submissions. And the submission I saw from you was actually for the show where Jen got trapped in the basement when Jason ran <laughs> off with the friends to the to the bachelor party. Oh, yeah. We did that one really early on. So I'm sure you did. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. one that we we couldn't resist doing right away. And I can't yeah. can't remember who the guest was, but um, Christy sent out emails to everybody who submitted recently, and you just chose another one, right? This is so. This is like your second choice or are yeah. there others that you yeah. were really interested in doing? Well, the other, I think the other one was the, um, the hockey player spaghetti factory one oh, that, yes. that someone's either did or is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Spaghetti that one's, that yeah. one's in the spaghetti can right warehouse, now. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh the my spaghetti God. warehouse. The Jen stories. My God. <laughs> it's, it's just unbelievable. The stories that that woman tells. And then yeah. the Y2K, I guess that, that, I don't know if anybody's done that. Um, that's also a favorite of mine, the Jen's Y2K story. That's a long one though. So I don't know how well that fits into your, your format, but. Yeah, this, this one tonight story. is probably as, as long as uh, any that we've done. And that one's going to be oh, long really? too, but some of them we just have to do. It's just worth doing. Oh yeah. Uh, Cause you, you, we, we have to, we have to uh, break those down for sure. You have kept a nice theme with the episodes you picked because even on an episode where Jen is Skyping in, she's still incredibly anxious the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, she is. Especially in this episode. Oh, my God. Um, so what uh, – you, you mentioned earlier that Luke didn't email you back about uh, hanging out in Ithaca. Um, yeah. have you ever had any emails read on the air? Have you ever, um, been involved in the show in any way? Uh, I have had an email read on the air, an incredibly embarrassing email, um, about, uh, Jen asked people to write in about, um, uh, babysitting fails. And I had a big babysitting fail and, uh, <laughs> it got, my story was read on the air. Sheila, you know, we just did that show too. That one is also oh, in kidding. the can. Yes. What was your, uh, tell us about yours. Oh, Cause, Cause this episode will probably air right after the baby. Oh Lord. One. All right. I don't know. I don't remember if they said my name, so I'm going to out myself. But yeah. I'm the one who let the two kids go swimming in the Creek by themselves. Oh my God. 
That was really anxiety <laughs> inducing for me when I was listening to it. I, cause I've listened to that. Uh, we did that show oh, a few days God. ago. And so I, that's very fresh in my mind and how nervous I was for those kids. Yeah, you should have been. I have no idea what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. Were you, you were watching I, a soap opera, right? Yes. Which one? Because I, I, I watched them while uh, well, I was in prison. It was, so. it was either um, All My Children or I One Life that. to Live or General Hospital because I watched them all right in a row, mm-hmm. one after another. So yeah, it could have been any one of those. Definitely a fan of uh, of One Life to Live and General Hospital for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let them, let the kids fend for themselves. You know, I'm so glad to know that I'm taping tonight with one person who's been to prison and one person who probably should have gone to prison. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't my think God. they throw babysitters in prison unless you're in Texas. You know, I mean, I think in right. more liberal states, I, I think you can skate as like a 12 or 13 year old for, well, uh, that's what I was. It was like 12 or 13 babysitting five year olds. So they were yeah. not that much younger than me. And I had no business whatsoever babysitting little kids. I don't kids. think anybody that age has business babysitting kids. And Luke in that episode even told a story about how he locked all the kids in a bedroom and went on a porn search when he was babysitting. <laughs> yeah. But uh, right. but that's already aired. So uh, go go back and listen to that if you haven't already. I will. Um, so uh, why does TBTL matter to you? And let me preface this uh, by by saying what we found with a lot of people who are geographically isolated from Seattle is it's it's something that's very difficult to share with a lot of people. Uh, you you want to say, oh, my friend said this, and my friend said that, and it's it's. Uh, you just sound weird. You seem <laughs> you seem kind of uh, out of it. But really, I mean, it's such a you. After a while, you feel so connected to the show, no matter whether you've met them or not. And I'm assuming you haven't uh, met Luke or Andrew. No, I have. I have met Luke. I met him in Chicago at the live show in Chicago. Oh, you did the Chicago show. That's fantastic. Yeah, I did. Yep. Did you take yep. Dragon Eleven along? I, I did, and my son. So the two of them. And they're both like, what the hell is this? And they went they to knew. the show? Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. They, they knew a little bit about it because, of course, you know, they, they had to suffer through my listening to it. Sure. So, but, um, yeah, so I did meet Luke. That How old really is your fun. boy now? Uh, he's almost 20. And I have another one who's 27 uh-huh. who went to Buffalo State, Bobby. Yeah, that's another school in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> The other Buffalo school. So That's right. You have a kid who's twenty, and I have a stepkid who's twenty, and he has had you know an on and off relationship as an eleven as well, Cullen here. And at, at one point, he screamed at Emily to turn off the show, and this was when he was probably thirteen or fourteen, and just yelled, "No more Ken Burbank." <laughs> <laughs> So I imagine you had some times when, when your kid just was just like, really, mom? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, they're, they're not real. You realize <laughs> right, that, right? Right. <laughs> so uh, I guess I'm getting, finally getting to the question, why does TBTL yeah. matter to you? Well, I think you said it. It's really um, uh, after all this time, they are people that I know. And not just them, but also the community you know, mm-hmm. on the Facebook page. And, and, uh, when I went to Chicago another time, I did go see, uh, Joe and Mike in mm-hmm. Chicago 
And that never, you know, that never would have happened. Obviously, I had friends who were like, you're going to go meet somebody that you met on the Internet. Don't you know what happens when you do that? Um, <laughs> well, with Joe and but, Mike, it, it is a crapshoot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> exactly. It, oh, God, they couldn't have been nicer. They're nice. Nice um, people. But, well, Mike's nice. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, God, I shouldn't have. You know what? I shouldn't even have mentioned it. Did you also end up? drunk in an uber that took the long way back to your hotel leaving alice's because that's what happened to me when i hung out with joe and mike no we did not go to alice's which bums me out and i didn't go after the chicago show either which also bums me out because i did not want to drag my 11 and my that time 13 14 Mm -hmm. year old son to, to alice's but no we just we had drinks at rossi's uh, sure. which is Luke's, you know, favorite dive hangout. Yep. And then we went to dinner and called it an early night. So, no, I don't know. Maybe I should feel badly that I didn't I wasn't made drunk by the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just get pissed at you if you won't take shots of oh. uh Fireball. Malort. No, um that Malort? terrible Chicago. Malort. Yes, Malort. Ugh. I don't even know what Malort is. It just sounds disgusting. It tastes worse than it sounds. Really? Yeah. All right. Speaking of things that taste terrible, actually, I shouldn't say that. This, I think, is the most (laughs) successful episode uh, of Cooking with Sean, isn't it? It must be. I'm thinking back to all the ones that I've heard. I think I've heard them all. And tons of effing risotto is a perennial favorite. You're Mm -hmm. getting in on the ground floor. I think this is the first Cooking with Sean that we've done on Little Red Bandwagon. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so glad. It only took three tries to pick your episode, (laughs) but you've picked one of our favorites. And it seems that Mike and I try to queue up on all the food heavy episodes. So yeah. (laughs) Yep. Um, This is brought to us from Burbank kitchens back at the house in Seattle, February 24th, 2011. Uh, And it's pretty much the whole show. So we're going to start it in and taste it. Take a listen. Live from Burbank Kitchens, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Cooking with Sean DeTore. Uh, this, of course, the uh, time on the show when we Bring Japan's number one mixer, Mr. Sean DeTori, here into uh, the kitchen and have him prepare a delectable meal for us. Uh, the meal today that uh, Sean is making is called what, Shawnee? Uh, it's called Tons of Effing Risotto. And this, of course, is the meal that uh, that won the Chateau Saint-Michel contest, which was people suggested some kind of a meal involving a Chateau Saint-Michel wine product. And this was sent in by, I think it was Megan in Denver. And I still don't know how to say the name of this wine. Do you know how to say it, Flash? Is it the Gerstreiner? Yeah, that's pretty good. Gerst- I don't think that's right. But- <laughs> I think the W should be pronounced as a V, so like Gewurztraminer. Wow. Bam, Sean, in your face. who was in the Nazi Youth League and didn't tell anyone? <laughs> <laughs> Impressive. I don't have to answer that, Sean. <laughs> I was in the Nazi Youth League. <laughs> so, so this is a, a risotto dish, Shawnee, that you are going to make. We've already uh, managed to... Uh, solve one unexpected problem, which was that uh, for some reason we don't have a can opener in this house. How uh, long has Vanessa been gone? 
Is a place just falling Four and apart? a half years <laughs> is what it feels like. You know, the, the worst part is we've actually had, Vanessa and I have had an actual argument about the can opener because I was accusing her of losing it. And she was like, no, you were drinking beer downstairs and using it. Because, it, you know, it's one of those ones that also has an opener on the top uh-huh. of it. And uh, I was like, no way in hell, because if it was in the basement, I would know. And then what we realized later was I had left it sitting on top of a, a, a two-by-four part of the wall. Uh-huh. And the sheetrocking guys had sheetrocked it into <laughs> the wall. <laughs> That's awesome. So not only was I wrong, but my carelessness means that we will never be able to get that can opener back. So then I feel like... She bought another one, but we couldn't find it. But luckily, I did have some very sturdy needle-nose pliers, which I'm not sure what they were being used uh, on before, but uh, they seemed to find. We, I Why did jam- you smell them? Well, because I thought if it smelled like motor oil or something, I would know that this was a terrible idea. Well, I'm to glad use you these. smelled them after yeah, you right, that's janked a good point. up the cans. <laughs> so, yeah, then I went all raw dog on the cans. And uh, with the pliers and got them open. So, so that's good. We'll be able I to get, get our... If I get staph infection, I know who to blame. Yes. Um, so, uh, so Sean, tell us about tons of effing risotto. Have you ever made anything like this? Are you nervous about it? What's the plan here? Uh, well, the plan, Stan, is uh, first, no, I've never made risotto. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous because this is a new recipe uh, for me. But reading the directions, it seems like it's pretty, uh, it's pretty simple. So I've got everything I need. I'm... I'm, I'm set. I just need to do a couple of uh, preparation uh, chops, and uh, we can kind of get this show on the road. Um, there's minimal ingredients. There's like eight ingredients uh, total for this whole thing, and I'm thinking it's probably just going to take about 20 to 30, maybe 40 minutes um, cook time, uh, prep time probably uh, 10 minutes. Okay. So um, now, Jen, you are, of course, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, but we have – the world's craziest system setup where the laptop is sitting on the kitchen counter so you can see us, right? Yes. Um, yes, I can see how the how the cutting board is actually on a burner, which makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so far, so good. Uh-huh. This could actually turn into the worst possible situation for you, Flash, which is you will have to witness from another part of the country, Sean and I die. <laughs> yes. And you will be powerless to do anything about it. I also have a sneaking suspicion that unlike the Rachel Ray show, there's not a batch of complete risotto that you guys are going to pull out to sit show us what it looks like we at both, the end. We both look behind us. Yeah, like, like in no. case maybe P- Pagoda made some or something. No, there is no final product. You didn't make you didn't make a like a stunt risotto, Sean? And no. Bring it? Okay. I figured this is only going to take like 40 minutes and then we'll have a nice lunch. Okay. Well, this sounds good. Um, and we can eat it while Jen watches. Yeah. And Jen, you are, you're in, enjoying some wine out there in Fort Wayne, Indiana, aren't you? Yes. I'm actually having the Indian Wells Cab. Well, we'll may I have a toothpick? Yes, you may. Um, is that your cooking toothpick, Sean? Yeah, you need to put that I left in? mine in, in my coat. It's over there on the on the chair. All right, so Sean, let's uh, let's get started here. What are the uh, what are the steps? All right, well, step one is uh, chop up some onion. Okay, uh, I haven't chopped anything yet. Well, that's a good move, by the way. <laughs> let's try to make sure that everything that we need to do it takes as long as possible, in the least interesting radio lo- radiological sense. <laughs> I asked you if you wanted to do it from start to beginning, and, and so that's why I didn't uh, chop anything. Yeah, because well, well, yeah, that didn't make sense. Yeah, let's do it from start to beginning. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> from start that's to That's why be- no one answered that question. We yeah. thought it was a joke. Exactly. I mean, from start we were to end. just trying to puzzle through what start to beginning Yeah. Means. Don't worry about throwing that out, Sean. Okay, because I'll get choked by yeah, this damn uh, yeah, cord. Again, I, I wish to, to heck that everybody who's listening to this at home could see 
what's going on. Because on one level, this is our most ambitious and so far successful weirdo audio experiment, which is to say, Sean and I have on those like sportscaster headset microphones that I just borrowed from the Cairo engineering room. I prefer if you call it a Britney Spears headset. Um, exactly. Or working the drive through at Wendy's headset. Yeah. And so, um, and then Jen's on Skype, <laughs> and we got this little mixing board here. So in one way, this is all working great, but on the other hand, Sean has, his headset is, the wire is running behind the hood of the stove. So at any time, his microphone cable or beard could totally catch on fire. So. And by the way, it's sort of like if I was a baby coming out of the womb with the umbilical cord wrapped around my neck five <laughs> times. If I turn around, that's what it's you like. Guys, you do have a you do have a burner on, and you do have the olive oil or the butter or whatever browning, right? No, no. you're not going to have to start doing that after you've diced the onion. Well, I still have to dice the onion and also the asparagus. So once the once I start on the asparagus, I think I'll start melting the butter. Let me say this: Sean's knife skills are pretty good. That was pretty good dicing of that onion. Yeah. Well, let um, me give you a little tip. I learned this from Tom Douglas. Who you've had on the show before? Quit bragging. And um, what he's suggested for chopping an onion is, um, uh, so you cut it in half. Let's say you need to dice it. Yeah. You just put the uh, the knife. Not you don't you don't want to cut. You don't want to slice the onion and then go around and, and and cut the other way. You put the knife in just to the edge of the top of the onion, like this. Yeah. And then you do that all the way. Oh, so it stays together. So it stays together, and then you chop this way, and it's already. That's diced. been the whole thing. I could never forget. Did you know this, Jen? I did. I, you're done with the onion now. You need to move on to no. the next thing. No, no, no. I have. I'm hey, almost. Really, you're going to be there for hours. We this is a will mute show. you. You got to move along. We will mute you, disembodied head of the producer. <laughs> yeah, this is not the Muppets. We are not moving right along. Dun, 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 okay, dun. no, but Sean, I am starting to believe Jen a little bit that we should get some. Can I get some oil going or something? I tell you what. Why don't you uh, pop this? Uh, why don't you turn on that burner? Okay. With the uh, with Luke, the butter. It, Luke could also be, if the asparagus needs to be rinsed or trimmed, he could be doing that. Uh, I already rinsed it, but what I need to do is just uh, chop it uh, uh, in a diagonal sense. Uh, what does it say? Cut the diagonal, uh, cut on the diagonal into quarter-inch pieces. So now I'm moving on to the asparagus. So once, the Do we need the pliers for anything right now, or can I put those <laughs> over on the other? Uh, we're good don't, with the don't pliers. Don't put them far. Yeah. You might need them. <laughs> those are my cooking pliers. <laughs> so um, once... So once we've got the uh, the two tablespoons of butter all melted, okay. we're going to add the diced onion and cook until soft and translucent about 10 minutes. And then uh, we're going to add the rice and cook for about uh, – we're going to add one and a half cups of aborio rice or something similar for about five now, minutes. Now, Shawnee, did you have any trouble tracking down this Gewürztraminer? Uh, How do you say it, Nazi? Uh, I think that's right. Well, the way I say it is <laughs> Gewürztraminer Jewish. What? <laughs> Kills them. That's how Nazis talk. Yeah, they're, um, they're, they sound very gay, and then they just yell <laughs> Jewish. Um, no, you have plenty of time to do the asparagus because your risotto is going to take thirty minutes. You know, Shani, I would say this too. Huh. You should just cut, start about a, a quarter of the way up on the asparagus because the very bottom part is not that edible anyway. Okay. Would you agree, Jennifer? Yes. Okay. So now well, that's just garbage. That's garbage. Just put I that over there in the garbage pile. I think you guys have actually pile. figured out a way for me to be in hell. <laughs> Perfect. Watching this situation without being able to step in is difficult. Okay. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, nice I, Spanish. I had a lot of trouble uh, finding this wine because I didn't know – I've never heard of the wine before. And I didn't know if it was a red or a white. And I didn't know exactly where uh, it would be under Syrah or Pinot Grige or whatnot. So I just walked around the aisle of wine 
um, for, you know, about good five minutes looking at all the wines, looking you at... finally s- found it, though. Yeah, finally found it. Hey, um, Luke, will you throw the onion in the pan, please? I will do that. Absolutely. Awesome. Sean, do you mind if I do that? Uh, no, that's fine. Okay. Oh, yeah. We it got smells it. really oh, good in here, by the way. Let me just tell you. That's going to be, by the way, on the next version of Skype, Jen. You'll be able to smell stuff. <laughs> um, so, uh... Yeah, so the butter is uh, the butter is all melted. Obviously, the so onions are going in. Cook the rice for about ten minutes until it's soft and translucent. But we're going to cook the rice in that pot, right? It's not going in this. I mean, the onion. I'm sorry. Okay. We're going to cook the onion until it's. Do you want to give me a um, stirring implement? Okay. Jen, I wish you could be here. This smells great. So, Sean, are you gonna are you going to cook the the rice separately from the onion or in with the onion? Uh, so what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to add the rice. Uh, into the onion uh, after about 10 minutes or so. And then we're going to cook the rice for about five minutes, and it should start to become translucent. You don't want it to brown. And uh, actually, I'm going to start – Luke, will you turn on this burner so I can start heating the vegetable uh, broth? You've got uh, five cups of vegetable broth that you uh, are going to want to heat while you're cooking the onion. Do you want me to pour the vegetable broth in? Please. God, who opened these cans? They did an amazing job. Now, you know, one thing that's really we've already been very fortunate about is that we have six burners, right? And because it's one of those big, like, commercial-style stoves, do you want me to turn that heat down a little bit, Shawnee? Yeah. Um, they are not – you have to light them with a lighter, you know what I mean? And um, I always guess the wrong one. I don't know which knob relates to which burner. And so what well, I do is I'll, we haven't turned this I'll turn it on, and then I'll keep trying to light it, and I'll be like, this damn thing is broken. And then – I'll start to get lightheaded and realize it's uh, the other burner has just been spewing gas, and then I'll I'll uh, you know light the thing and the whole kitchen will explode like that scene in Cobra with Sylvester Stallone when he slowly walks out of the place with the burner on and flicks his cigarette behind him. Yeah. So that hasn't happened yet today, which I consider a pretty major victory. And it's good that you're not a smoker then too. So Shawnee. Um, We've got the the chicken, uh, the vegetable broth, rather. Right. That's, that's going. The uh, onion. Sean, you did. You, you know, Jen, can you see what he's doing? Yeah. He's toss? really impressive. That is so. Pan. You got pan skills. Sean, I got skills. He's totally doing that thing where he's like flipping it, uh, and the onions are going up in the air, and then they're kind of inverting <laughs> on themselves. In the pan. That's right. right. This is how I make my fried eggs when in, in the morning. I sometimes really? I'll, make, I'll make an egg uh, cheese sandwich. And Luke, uh, I saw that. I saw that too, Luke. Oh, uh, that I'm, I'm just, um, you know, quality testing. I'm making sure Gewürztraminer I'm, from the bottle. I'm making sure the Gewürztraminer is uh, not poisoned, and so far, <laughs> um, it's safe to, so, to use. Yeah. Um, so uh, I've learned that flipping move from flipping my fried eggs and uh, did you ever work or my a, potatoes? Did you ever work potatoes. at a restaurant? Sean? Yeah, I used to did, work at Red Robin and Taco Time. Did, but okay, but I mean a restaurant where you like a cook on a <laughs> Red Robin's a restaurant. But, I mean, uh, did you ever work somewhere where you were working on a, a cooking line? Uh, Red Robin. Red Robin. So you would make... But, but I, I worked... Um, it wasn't the kind of deal where I had pots and pans like this where I would have to flip and do fancy things. Or microwaving. Uh, there was some microwaving. No, Jen, how dare you? But... <laughs> That's Applebee's. I was, on, I, I, was, I was on the burger side, so I was, you know, constructing burgers and making them smile for the Expos when they would come in. Not the basketball team. The bas- basketball. Baseball. Baseball. Not them either. Oh, expediters. Expediters called expos. Yeah. Now, how would you make a burger smile? 
Well, once you've got your burger, you know when you go to Red Robin and the burger comes to you on a plate and the, the, the front of the burger is sort of open? Yeah. That's making it smile. You wrap the wrap around the burger uh. just tight enough to make the front pop open. It looks like the logo for the Morton Downey Jr. show from the uh, from the 80s. Do you guys remember the Morton Downey Jr. Yeah, show? Yeah, but I don't remember yes, the logo. It was a big, giant mouth. It's kind of a caricature of a big, giant mouth. And... Uh, and that's more or less what a, what a Red Robin burger looks like. Okay. Hey, Sean, so let's talk a moment about your beard because I haven't seen you in a few weeks. And, man, that thing is fierce. Like, yeah. you've reached that point where you have way more hair on your face than on, on top of your head. Yeah. Have people <clears throat> been treating you differently on the streets? Have people been asking you to join their um, their Fugazi cover band? <laughs> I mean, what's what's your life like with that much? Because it is fierce. Well, actually... I'm getting a lot more atten- attention from the bum ladies, <laughs> the hobo chicks. Yeah. Whoa, they got something going on that I never knew about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's called syphilis. Yeah, that too. Um, but no, it's uh, I uh, I haven't. Uh, so you you you're, you're not people aren't like following you around when you're in uh you know the grocery store thinking that you might try to shoplift no something because you luckily, do look like you might try to do that right now luckily no one has thought that i was i was growing the beard for evil purposes mm-hmm. um i actually was i actually went out on a date so actually there's one girl that doesn't mind a beard oh really? um and i've got Did you meet her at a lumberjack festival yeah yeah <laughs> what did you talk about the beard uh, um, we didn't really talk about it too much, but people always ask me. They're like, wow, that's really ferocious. Why are you doing this? How long are you growing it? How long have you been growing it? And where is my child? <laughs> are you still shaving it on March 20th? Uh, it was going to be April, actually. April Not or... the first day of spring. No, it's going to be sometime in April, maybe May, but I don't know if I can do it that long. You're sure not March 20th? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Asked Jen. Um, so I think, Luke, do these onions look translucent They look to pretty. You? you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hold them up to the Skype camera, get Jen's opinion. This is probably good for the computer. Jen, what do you think? I would add the rice, absolutely. All right. So, okay. So we're going to add um, one and a half cups of rice. We're going to stir it periodically. Um, into, wait. Yeah. Into yeah, yeah. And the now onions. mix it up so it's all coated with the um, buttery Right. Onion. Is this cooking with Sean DeTori or judging with Jen Andrews? <laughs> Because I think we have a real difference of opinion about how this segment is supposed to work. Um, and I don't. That, by the way, would be a great segment. Judging with Jen Andrews. <laughs> People might think we're ripping off John Hodgman and Jesse Thorne because they have a show now called Judge John Hodgman, where he mm-hmm. basically judges like roommate disputes and things. He, he gives a ruling on that kind of stuff. This would be, I, I imagine, uh, judging with Jen Andrews would be more just kind of like you would just sit on your front porch with a glass of wine and then you would just kind of analyze everyone walking down the street and the various mistakes that they'd clearly made in their life. Well, I would say that Sean um, has very graciously been the beneficiary of my judgment for years now. I mean, probably five years. And he's always just real great about it. And, you know, I can tell that inside he wants me to shut up. And he's just (laughs) like, okay, okay. Sean is a, Sean is definitely the, the, the most lovable and most friendly person associated with the show. I mean, you, you, you're, you're lovable in your own way, Jen. But Sean is Sean's equanimity is just incredible. I got yo. You want equanimity? You come to the right place, brother. Someone did stir up that risotto with the onion, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jen. Yeah, you, Sean you know, it, it Sean says stirring it. periodically. Luke, would you give it another stir I would love to, to calm Jen's nerves? Periodically stir it. Now, what's the goal here? What are we trying to accomplish with the so, risotto? Are we trying to brown it? You don't want to brown it, but it should become translucent. 
Um, and then we're going to heat the vegetable oil until boiling and then turn off the heat. While, what I'm doing right now is I'm zesting a lemon uh, because we're going to put in this lemon zest in the next step. And then you want to save your lemon, put it aside because then you're going to want to use the juice later on. The juice, the juice, yes, the juice is loose. <laughs> Wait a minute, though. When are you going to start adding the broth to the risotto? You know what, Jen? That's in step um, uh, three because we add the wine first. I have to tell you, Jen... That over here in uh, Burbank Kitchens, I'm impressed with Sean's game. Like, he's totally, he seems anyway, to be completely in control. Um, he kind of has a plan in mind. And uh, this is, uh, I'm, I am very, very impressed. I could not be nearly as uh, cool, calm, and collected as he is right well, now. Well, I did go, I did go for a run today, so that probably... You did? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I got up at 10, went for a run at 10.30. I, I only had three pints of beer last night, high-potency beer, because I wanted to get a little buzzed when I was working on my trivia, <laughs> but uh, I didn't want to get uh, you know drunk or anything. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I kept it pretty chill last night. I went to The Lonely, the Lonely Forest has a new, uh, a new album out that yeah, they're releasing. Yeah, called they had Arrows, a little, right? Yeah, and they're having a list. They had a listening party, and um, it, uh, it, was, it was really fun, and then afterwards... Me Can and you turn uh, that off. Turn the, that the, off. the vegetable okay. broth, please. Me and Tony and uh, Tony's the guitar player and his lovely fiance Kelly, whose wedding I'm performing in uh, July. You're what? So you're a side business I do now. You're going to marry them? I am going to marry them. Um, and uh, anyway, we went out to some vegetarian Thai food, and they were like, "It's so good, you won't even notice that it's vegetarian." And so, I have to admit, it was pretty yummy. But the whole time, the, my main thought was, "This could use some meat." Like the flavors were good, mm -hmm. that it was a, everything was, was every, tofu. Everything was working except for the lack of meat. <clears throat> so uh, anyway, and then I came home, and, uh, and and went to bed pretty early too because we had this busy day of cooking to yeah. do. So don't um, you feel hey, good? Hey Sean, yeah. real quickly. Yeah, I, I've never seen I have never seen somebody leave the risotto that long without adding some liquid. Okay, have you well, added liquid that I missed. Well, I'll tell you what. The, the risotto is starting over, so you can the, see better. The risotto is starting to brown a little. So why don't we why don't we add some some liquid. So um, I'm going to add the lemon zest and we want to add a half a cup, Luke, if you would measure up wine. a half a cup of wine. Why don't I pour it in my mouth first and then get it to about <laughs> a half a cup and then... Well, you already backwashed into it. Well, listen, the friggin' vegetable broth was opened with pliers that may or may not have been used to... <laughs> Spay and neuter an animal or something. So. You know, Luke, I, I am incredibly impressed, by the way, Sean, with your the term I learned on on Top Chef is your Maison Place. His Maison Place is wonderful. Right, ready for that the it's amazing. All, all, just all your kitchen skills are he really... He is so organized. You know, you know what else is, um, is, uh, is, is really interesting about this is that, Sean, this is very similar to when we watch you operating the board. Uh-huh. Operating the board is a really complicated thing where you're multitasking and you have to keep all of these plates spinning and you do it effortlessly. Yeah. And this is a very this is kind of an analog to that because um, you've got the same you've got the same level of just being like cool, calm, collected. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So we're gonna cook this until the wine is is absorbed, which it almost is into my blood system. Yeah. Or and um, <laughs> actually, there's a there's a magnet that's on my parents' fridge. It says sometimes I. It says, uh, I love to cook with wine. Sometimes I even put it in the food. <laughs> and so, Luke, you're, you're demonstrating that magnet Can I get, right can I get a T-shirt that says that, please? <laughs> um, so after the wine is absorbed, we're going to add one cup of the warm vegetable broth. Um, How do we tell and when cook the it wine is absorbed? Oh, it is. You want the liquid up almost um, covering the rice, 
then it absorbs, then you add more, then it absorbs, right. and you add so more. So I want it's a half long process. You might want to just eyeball that, Shawnee. Half a yeah. cup. Yeah, just start dumping it in. Yeah, because yeah. It, the, key, the big key is, I know that we keep talking about this, but the fact that Jen is watching all of this on the internet, it it's, cannot stop blowing my mind. <laughs> it's so hilarious. And so... Uh, we're going to cook at a vigorous simmer, so I think that's what it's sort of doing right now. And we're going to stir occasionally. When the rice starts to get thick, we're going to add another half a cup of broth, continually adding a half a cup at a time every time the rice thickens. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Like it's thick right now. Like it's thick right Jen, can you Yeah, see you want to add some more. Can you see that? She's she's just going off of the timing. She's assuming that. <laughs> no, I mean, she's assuming that the. That is, yeah. The thing about risotto is it is kind of like a. It's almost like a mashed potato consistency when it's done. It's 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 a bizarre thing where the, it's it's almost liquefied in a way. Okay. It's maybe oatmeal. Like What's cream it? of wheat? Yeah, cream of wheat. Would you say that's a good consistency for yeah. Sean to think about? Have you ever eaten risotto, Sean? Uh, yeah, I think so, but it's been a long time. I can't really remember what it's been like. I, I know I've had couscous, I think. <laughs> that's kind of the same. Hey, so Jen, have you ever made this? Have you ever made risotto? Yeah, I make it about once a week. I love risotto. Well, you know, remember how we used to have show meetings at Barolo? Mm-hmm. And they do a red wine risotto oh, there. Yeah. That, and I got their recipe, and I, I love to make risotto. Every risotto I eat is a red wine risotto because I will drink enough red wine that <laughs> as soon as everything hits my stomach. Maybe we should it. turn this heat down a little okay. bit. And, and, Sean, you, I really, you, you want it actually to be, like, almost underwater. Like, okay, that's so how much broth you want to pour in there. Because it's absorbing so fast, you're not keeping up with it. And so... Um, okay, I've just added a lot more, probably about almost a cup. Now. Yeah, there you go. Because you want to give it a few minutes to absorb. It's absorbing so fast right now, it's I'm not giving, giving you a break. And I'm we did, fixing your angle, We did turn the Did you turn that heat down? I did turn the heat down. Uh, God, what is this? <laughs> kitchen nightmare? <laughs> probably only need it on medium. Yeah. Well, Come we on. don't have... You know what's great about this stove is uh, it doesn't have any indicator of anything. <laughs> this is a stove that you really like. need to be Anthony Bourdain to operate because there are no... There are, like, no handy guides to what's happening. Okay, I'm going to start grating this parm Parmesan cheese. We need a half a cup, and okay. we're going to be adding this uh, towards the end of the, the I'm going to take a picture of this risotto. This looks phenomenal. i got to tell you. And the thing about it is you want Sean to have a break so he can do his other prep work, and so that's why maybe, Luke, you could be in charge of adding yeah. the vegetable broth as it absorbs. Now, so Jen, what would you say? Will you give that a stir, Luke? I'd love to, Sean. Uh would you uh, would you say, Jen, that when it when when you're saying it's been absorbed, you mean like how absorbed? That you can't see the liquid anymore. Like right. as soon as you can't see liquid, add more. You should always be able to see liquid. Okay, well that would mean that we're basically ready for another little. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I don't know how better to say it. I and feel then, like I keep saying add more. I appreciate the direct route. And then once we're there done, once go. once oh, we've oh, added. There we go. <laughs> Wow, Jen. That, that was uh, no offense, Jen, but that sounded like you were in some way sexually aroused. Are you, not, are you touching her? I hope you're not touching her. I addition was of that a little liquid. excited yeah. because I finally got my way. No, no, no. I, I, I trust you. I'm just see. I'm caught in the middle because this is cooking with Sean Dettori. You, Jen, have made this before. I'm, I'm nothing in this process, and so I'm trying to. I'm, I hate it when mommy and daddy fight. So. Nothing. You're the enlightened host who's swigging from a bottle. By the way, can I have a sip of that? It's delicious. Because, you know, really, oh, really, guys. we're just, we're, it says at the very end, it says, enjoy with the remaining St. Michelle Gewurzemana. Why are you, oh my gosh, Is again? it so hard for you to get a glass? Yeah. That's how guys right do it. If bottle. we drink this out of a glass, we're definitely gay. Yeah. White wine <laughs> together in the kitchen. The only way we can maintain our heterosexuality is by swigging it. That's right. That's right, bro. Hey, by the way, Shawnee, how yeah. much do I owe you for all this stuff you got? Um, let me guess. Wait, let me, let's play it. Let's play a. 
Jen, you want to play a game called um, Guess How Much It Cost? Yeah, Because some, sometimes like when we, like when Sean got mac and cheese, I think it was almost $100. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it so was. I, I assume the Parmesan was the – well, the Gerstrammeter was maybe, what, $13? Uh, no, that was about 7 or 9 I have the receipt in uh, – actually, right here. Okay, and so, then that Parmesan, I'm going to guess, was I, 8 Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't, don't tell us the items. I bought two Guessing. Beer. Okay. You bought two beers? But I'm not counting that on the price. No, you do that. You get, you get yourself something pretty. No, get yourself the beers a free were expensive. Beer. <laughs> were they like those Belgian beers that are... One of them was. It was nine point something percent alcohol volume. Yikers. Um, okay, so... And by the way, Sean, great job on not in any way involving Gruyere in this. Yeah, you're welcome. Or Chevra. <laughs> or whichever. What was it? Chevra? <laughs> Chevra. Um, it was supposed to be mascarpone. Right, and it was Chevra, right? It was Chevra. Well, yeah. the, the thing is, um, you know, Sh- Sean, you I think executed the shopping list perfectly, which is that's this, a this first. Time? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to get every like I was really almost going to give up on the Gewurzamina, and uh, I didn't, and so I got everything that I needed to for this exactly as I was supposed to. Jennifer, I will tell you the risotto is um, is absolutely it's sloshing around in a. I in see. A, in a yeah. veritable lake of vegetable broth. Um, so you, you should be happy about that. So what's the guess on the price? Oh, okay. Uh, I think it was $40. Okay. I think it was 23 It was 23 No way. It was about 23 approximately. Oh, my gosh. Wait, I'm going to look. Where's the receipt? Oh, here. I don't believe that. Minus the first two items because those right. are my beer. Right. So hey, you're right. It was. Minus about $12.36. Flash. That's a good job, Jen. That's amazing. You win. You know what? You win both showcases. Because <laughs> I was over and you were within $100. Wait a I get the dinette set? Yes, you do. From Broyhill. <laughs> um, okay, right. so now how, how long are we going to have this rice um, kind of, uh, you know. Well, we're going to let all of this cooking? liquid cook out and then we're going to add them, add more. And then once we've got all the vegetable broth in there... Um, it says after about 12 minutes of simmering in the broth, so I imagine the last set of – the last batch of broth we pour in, we're going to then add the asparagus. And hey, then, Sean, real quick. Yeah. You were, the, you were the arbiter of when it's done. You know, It's not actually about adding all the broth. It's about you keep taking the little kernels until it's soft and tastes like soft rice, and then you're done. Oh, is that right? So I well, don't – I'm going to get a spoon. make that decision when it's done. So I don't necessarily have to add all of the liquid. No. Oh. No, no. I'm going to get my risotto tasting pliers. <laughs> and um, just really start kind of getting on the case there. Actually, not yet. Not it yet. tastes great, but it needs a little more time. But yeah, and it probably needs more broth. No, no, Jen, it has so much broth right now. Can, can I see? Yes, you can. I'm going to pick up your. Me? I'm going to pick up your computer head. It's like she is like in an um, an iron lung or something. I know, <laughs> totally. Okay, can you see, Jen? We, it's I all, can. You need to add more broth. Okay, okay, more it, broth. Okay, okay. The name of this show is going to be More Broth with Sean DeTore. <laughs> Can you, you know, move my computer over a little bit? Because yeah. now I can't see it at all. Okay, Jesus. I'm sorry. There Sean. we go. How's Perfect. that? Is that better? Now yes, are you like that's great. in a position that I love you can it. see? I can see Sean, who looks adorable. Yeah, oh, thank you, Jennifer. Um, <laughs> that's Oh, man, that's going to be so good. It's too bad I'm going to make soda for dinner, I just decided. <laughs> yeah. The good news Whoa, for me is that uh, after just... I have for the last about week or so, I don't know because Vanessa's not here or because 
for whatever reason, I have just fully given up on caring about my physical well-being. Meaning, yeah. I've just been eating like at McDonald's. In Chicago, I made the cab driver take me to the McDonald's drive through at 3.30 <laughs> in the morning. Really? Yeah, like I've just been going for it. And so today, I was – and I'm going to Las Vegas next weekend, which is always – For pleasure? Always uh, for business. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the business of crushing it at roulette. <laughs> And so I was like, today I got on the scale and I was 190 pounds, which I haven't been since Whoa. about this time last year when I, you know, because Lent is starting in like next week or something or in a yeah. couple of weeks. So I was like, today is going to be more be- broth. Okay. More broth. More broth with Jen Andrews. <laughs> I was like, starting today. I'm going to add the rest of the broth. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Okay. Wait a minute, Jen. Which is it with you? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's fine, Well, Sean. the point of it is you add it as it absorbs. See, Jen's freaking me out. You know what, Jennifer? We have more. Here, give me another can. I'll get my pliers. We'll have a backup can in case we need, in case it cooks off too quickly. Okay, I tell you what. Yeah, Jen, are you happy now? Do you... You have basically you have the okay, Katrina I'll start taking the out. Katrina of risottos. No, <laughs> that's not going to work, Sean. Forget it. Just, no, let no, it just it's, it's stir it. Let me do this now. Fine. Stir it. Stir it. Stir it. Stir the, get Spike Lee. The levees broke. <laughs> broke. <laughs> I would put those on the same scale. This risotto. All right, so we're going to cook this until it cooks down okay. or until, until Jen begs for more uh, vegetable broth. I think we may have even exceeded Jen's may have even <laughs> exceeded Jen's vegetable broth desires on this because we just really Sean did really good. Well, it was such a that was such an overreaction. I wouldn't expect Sean to do that. Well, you had been no offense, but you had been really riding him throughout the show. Yeah, <laughs> he reached a breaking point. You've been riding me like a henny, and a henny is a is a female horse that mates with a male donkey, I believe, or it's a male horse that mates with a female donkey. Either way, okay, I've been, you've been I riding me like I a henny. A little far. I like the like. Why would you ride that? Would that be better than riding a normal horse? <laughs> because it's a henny, Luke. Because it looks like a horse and a donkey. A oh. honky. It's more like a honky. You've been riding Did you me like a honky. you that from your trivia preps? Actually, I learned it from my friend's trivia preps. She uh, she hosts trivia down at a bar in West Seattle, so I took a day off to just to go to her trivia night. Is hers also on Sunday? No, it's on Tuesdays. Oh, I see. It's on Tuesdays. Wait, so you took a day off from work? I from took like Tuesday Monday? off. You took the whole day off. Yeah. <laughs> so you could go to trivia. Well, I, Oh, because you work at night. I so. work 2 to 10, so right. I wouldn't be able to make it. Um, but because uh, I was thinking, like, that does seem like something you might do, though, which would be take the entire day off to get ready to go to a trivia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're, we're now uh, I'm worried about this damn thing. No, no, no. It's no, good. I think it's going to be good. Oh, it's going to be okay. good. Yeah. I'm just carefully. Does it have a low simmer going? Do you need to adjust need to, yeah. the heat oh, at all? Maybe. That's a, that yeah. was a lot of broth. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah, I know it was, Jen. That's what happens <laughs> when you ride someone like a hinny. <laughs> You ride someone like a honky. I know. You know what? That was really me learning a lesson there about how it's best to handle a situation. I think this will work out just fine. I do, too. Because, um, frankly, I thought it needed a lot more broth. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good. Because I, I, I okay, watched we'll them make this on Top minute. Chef recently. And, uh, yeah, it's going to cook off really quickly now we turn the heat up. Yeah. And it's just – you're right, Jennifer. It is it is repeated repeated dosings of liquid are the whole key. Um is this a is this a good time to, to take a moment to remind everyone that this week is uh, TBTLathon 2011, the Deuce, and that uh, we are uh, asking you uh, if you can if you can find it in your heart and in your pocketbook to uh, go to tbtl.net. You can make a little donation to uh, the program to help us uh, keep bringing you amazing cooking segments like this one, <laughs> which you know, I mean, I'd put this up against. Uh, anything that uh, Mario Batali does on TV, anything that uh, Sandra Lee does, give me a break. Uh, Rachel Ray, an imposter. 
Guy Fieri, probably not legally in this country. Somebody emailed me that Guy Fieri's real name is not Guy Fieri, which which is – and they were also making fun of how I say it because, you know, it looks like Guy Fieri, mm-hmm. but he says it like Fieri. I've heard that, yeah. And so it's one of these classic things where do you want to be – do you want to be accurate or do you want to sound like, sound a, like douche. a douche? Yeah. And I go with sound like a douche. <laughs> um, May I? Please. Gewürze meine? I, I, I would hope that you would. This is deli- – I got to say, this good. is delicious stuff. I could really get used to this. <laughs> and it's a white. I was expecting it to be a red. I don't really drink a lot of white wine. I don't know why, but it's not really my – it's not my steez. But, uh, is it sweet? Yeah, it is actually. It's kind of sweet, but in a nice way. It's like – it's like – um. <laughs> it's sort of like a Prosecco. It's like, it's like a less bubbly Prosecco. Okay. I'm going to um, test some more of this risotto. Yeah. Let me get my pliers. <laughs> You're really... <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. It's almost done. Mm-hmm. It's getting there. Wait. When I chew, you can hear my beard sort of scratching yeah. on the microphone. Yeah. He has so much beard that... What's the plan with the asparagus, by the way? We're going to... The plan is, Stan, is that after about 12 minutes of simmering in the broth, we're going to throw the asparagus in, and then we're going to cook until rice is tender about 20 minutes. So I suppose we could yeah. add the asparagus right now. I think it now. has a little bit more time to go still. You think? Because I think once it's we're a little al dente. It's a little al dente, I think. Well, I the thing know. is, we want to throw in the asparagus and then cook until the rice is tender about 20 minutes. So I think oh. that if we throw that in now. Yeah, there's supposed to be 20 oh, yeah. more minutes of cooking, then this would be a great time. For and that. it'll absorb, too, so that'll be good. And I don't really cook a lot with asparagus. So this is this is good. Well, you'll know tomorrow. <laughs> Will my pee smell like <laughs> that you were working? That's a, I mean that is a very that is a that is not an urban an urban legend as everyone knows. There are two things that will really upset you in your life uh, when when it happened the first time. One is eating asparagus and then next the next day peeing, and the other is eating beets mm-hmm. and dropping a deuce the next day. Is it all red? <laughs> you'll just be like, well, I'm dying. <laughs> and then you keep you go through this whole process where. You, you go to flush and you go, oh, that can't be good. <laughs> and then you think, I've got to keep this to myself. I've got to be strong. I can't – I don't want to terrify the, the people I love. Well, you know what? I'll just um, – I'll wait until I'm uh, you know, I'm about to die and then I'll just go on a, a, a mountain hike by myself and I'll just end it somewhere to save everybody the, the – ha- and then and then Vanessa so, says, man, I had those beats. That's weird, huh? And then you go, oh, I'm not dying. So really, what you're promoting or trying to get across is if you have um, irritable bowel syndrome, don't right. eat beets. Well, no, it's not about the irritation of the bowels. It's about that it's very, very bloody looking. Right. But if you have irritable, irritable bowel syndrome, you might have bloody stool anyway. I don't know what the what – That's the, a I know what I – you remember my IBS uh, bloody stool discussion when we had nurse – that one, uh, I thought you just had the repeats. I didn't realize that bloody stool was no, part of it. He had bloody stool. That's why I insisted that we call a doctor. You yeah. know what? One of the main things that I would say Rachel Ray is missing from her show <laughs> is a long conversation about bloody stools. <laughs> this risotto is looking amazing, by is the it? way. It really is, Sean. So now, Jen, let me ask you this uh, since you're the professional risotto uh, maker. Now that I've added the um, Asparagus, I think that the vegetable broth is going to cook out a little quicker than maybe the rice would be done now. Should we add in a little bit more broth? Well, you've got to you, – you don't want to – the most important thing is that the um, rice never get dry. So right. you've got to keep an eye on that. And if you feel like it's getting mm. dry, add in a little gewürztraminer. Oh, okay. You know, oh, yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. I also have now opened another can of a vegetable broth, oh. which either – we'll either use this vegetable broth, we'll pour it into their arm, I'm going to shotgun it. 
And, and also, look. it's very important that you both kind of keep tasting it as you go because, again, you're the ones who can who, who will know. We're, we are emailing. Wow, I love how you both just went in there <laughs> with your spoon. We're going to email you an attachment <laughs> file, Jen, that you will actually have risotto in it. That is good. <laughs> that, is that is really good. Really amazing, actually. Um, Megan in Denver. When do you add the Parmesan? Uh, towards the end with the lemon juice. Because you might... Jen, would you it say like you're pretty close? Luke, Jen, do you want to add a little bit of the gavetta, man? I'd love to. Jen, would I mean would, honestly, would That's you good. would you say that this is without a doubt the most impressed we've ever been with Sean? <laughs> um, it's up there. I mean, I, I love Sean. I think he's an impressive guy, but I'm seeing him in a whole new light. I'm yeah. finding myself attracted to him. <laughs> that could be the gavetta meaner. Um, and like this is because so often, Sean, we kind of we we saddle you with these crazy cooking tasks, mm-hmm. and sometimes what comes back is. You know, it's creative, and it's only. But you're just straight up poning this risotto recipe right now, man. I'm, I'm poning like it. Really impressed. Thank you. I, I was trying it. to think because I, I was incredibly impressed when I saw Sean roller skate while wearing a child's travel suitcase. <laughs> Rolling suitcase on his sure, back. Sure. And, and that was amazing. But this is also really amazing in its own way. And also, I was breaking all the rules. I just I realized after some time that you weren't allowed to have backpacks on the rink. Yeah. I don't think anyone knew what to do because they thought you were special. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if all else fails, hey, pretend Sean. you're retarded. And Sean, then look at me. I'm going to take another picture for the website. People won't mess with you. Give me an action shot, sir. That was very action-y. Beautiful. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, I'd go ahead and do, and do the lemon and, the, and the, the cheese. It sounds like you're pretty close. I think we are getting pretty close. Luke, let's do another taste all test. Right. And I'm what sorry I'm getting risotto all, in, no, all no, over your you know, here. Actually, that's already, there's already some junk down there. We've got to clean that anyway. So, I think it's funny that at the roller rink, Someone at some point said, we should make a rule that says, no child's rolling suitcases on the skating floor. And the other guy said, nobody's going to fucking do that. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to stir in the remaining um, bit of butter. Mm. We're going to put in the half a cup of grated Parmesan cheese. This so is really good. You know, and, the, and the asparagus one. is just a little al dente, but it's perfect. It's got a little, a little, a little crisp that. to it. I should be straining this through a thing so I don't get the seeds of That's the lemon all right. in. That's all right. So we're, we're, we're juicing the half of a lemon, uh, the, the remaining tablespoon of butter, and the half a cup of Parmigiano cheese. You must have really strong grip because you're getting so much lemon out of that. I do, and I'm getting these seeds out here if I can, too. Here, let me do let me. I have the pliers for that. <laughs> Hold on. That's, I have the oh. perfect implement for that. Nobody ever got killed swallowing a lemon seed, by the way. It's not that big a deal. But, Jen, a lemon could grow in your tummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting back to our earlier conversation, I think oh, you will flush it out with your bloody stool yeah. right, before it grows. See, everybody said that these pliers were going to not be useful during <laughs> this meal, but they're exactly what we need to scoop out these seeds. Glad I don't have any open sores on my hand. <laughs> I mean, that's what I think is amazing is you're taking time to scoop out the seeds with pliers from your basement. Uh, that was okay. Not the basement, I need the to laundry stir room. I need to stir this. Screw the seeds. That's just going to be amazing, you guys. Yeah. This is a, also great. a lot of risotto. This, You know like what? We're going to eat for a week. Luke, I'll, I'll just take a little bit of this, shiny, Then you take the rest of it and have it for lunch, Brosif. Okay. I, I feel bad about the tuna casserole. <laughs> Wait, what about it? <laughs> I didn't like his tuna casserole, and I thought he wasn't he didn't have the chops, but now He's I see that he really does. Thank He's you. got He has seriously got the chops. And I do mean the mutton chops. His hair is ridiculous. <laughs> All right, let's do another taste test. I right. think this is going to be done because it's uh, the liquid's just about all out of there. I'm trying to get around the asparagus because I want to make sure I'm the consistency of the rice is where it's supposed to oh be. Oh, my at. God. 
Dude. Are you tasting the pliers? Is that what you're saying? No, it's delicious. It's done. We need to pull it off the heat. We turn a, up. We that is like the most assertive I've ever heard. Sorry, I've ever heard. I know. Again, off the heat I, now. Kind of aroused. <laughs> don't, don't tell me that that is not the best risotto you've ever had, dude. I can't tell you that this is not the best risotto or whatever. I don't know how to. <laughs> that got pretty convoluted. I don't know how to repeat that double negative. But this is the bomb. Oh my gosh, this is just amazing. Uh, Sean Detroit, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm sweating. He is. Like he a is. whore in church. He is. He's totally. That's probably because I was being so bitchy. I'm sorry. No, that's no, not. It's no, because he was like, he, he was working his, he Ooh. was working his grind over the, the hot burner of, uh, of Burbank Kitchens. And he was, uh, just like totally and completely. I'm winded. Don't put that, uh, towel oh, back. We'll wash that now. Okay. He, 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 use it. Just, just dab your brow there, Rocky. I did. I did. Do we need to add any more lemon be- uh, or anything? Do you think it tastes, uh, I think it tastes, kind I think it of tastes perfect. Good. I think it has yeah. just the right amount of everything in okay. it. Um, yeah, this and, is uh, incredible. It says at the very end, taste for salt, lemon juice, add as needed, and I then enjoy with it. I don't even think the... it needs salt. I don't think so either. Which is, I never say that about anything, even salt. <laughs> and it well, says. Well, it's probably salted butter. Ugh. Bomb. Seriously, Jen, it's freaking incredible. We'll mail you some. What's your address? It looks amazing. And the parm is just. The... That's where the salt's coming from. Yeah. The parm. Oh my gosh. Well. I have to declare this another top status success, and not in the ironic way that we usually use it, which yeah. means we screwed it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you totally nailed this. Let's raise a bottle of Gewürztraminer. That. Gewürztraminer. Indeed. So, I think we need to do more of these because cooking right here with this whole deal, this is awesome. This worked out really well. Yeah, this was so fun. And Jen, we can put you on um, robot face, <laughs> whatever we're calling you right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is, I, I really like am am, uh, am am incredibly impressed, Sean, with this with this risotto. And Megan and uh, Tenver, yeah, thank you, thank you, very congratulations much. again on winning the um, the, the contest. And, and uh, super super thanks to Chateau Saint Michel. Yes, indeed, that's a great point. Thanks, Jen. Yeah, um, the uh, Chateau Saint Michel folks are, are totally awesome, and uh, they emailed you right, Jen, and helped you out. Somebody from there helped you out with your with your crossword puzzle problem. Yes, I was trying to figure out the sweet wines, and so they sent me. A and bunch I said of I thought it was berry, wines. right? Because it started with a B. Right. It turned out to be blushes. Oh, right, like a blush. Because mm-hmm. that. Um, well, they're the people that would know, I guess, huh? Yeah. Um, well, this is uh, <clears throat> this is really incredible. It's also a little bit sad that when something works on the show, I'm this surprised. <laughs> Which has been this whole show because you can't believe that the audio setup is working. You can't believe the Skype is working. But seriously, Jen, tell me it's not amazing. Tell me you weren't thinking, well, this will be about four hours out of my afternoon where Luke's fecklessly twiddling various knobs and hanging up and reconnecting and then going through the various stages of grief. That You had to think that's what was going to happen today, right? I did. I mean, I, I was positive that we would start 30 to 40 minutes late, and we actually started two minutes early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and it was just super fun to sit here and watch you guys. It's, it was, felt very much like the old days. I kept forgetting I wasn't actually there, but you're, of <laughs> yeah, course, yeah. basically getting this voice out of a computer. You mm-hmm. did forget you weren't here <laughs> when you were yelling a shot. That's why I kept saying add more broth. I just wanted to be a part. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. And, you know, in hindsight, I really appreciate your... Um, yeah, your demands. This was a this was a team effort, you guys, and great yeah. job. So, uh, Sean, congratulations, sir. Thank you, man. You are now uh, not only Japan's number one mixer, but number one risotto preparer. 
Um, Jen, thank you so much for uh, for being the um, you know the internet wind beneath our wings <laughs> slash sometimes wind on top of our wings. <laughs> Very much, but mostly beneath. So. Mostly beneath. <laughs> Beneath and above in just the way that you need air to flow so that a, a plane wing can take off. You know, because <laughs> that's, that what's, that's what's happening when, when uh, I don't want to try to explain physics and aeronautics to people, but yeah. you need wind beneath and above your wing to, stay to take in. off. Yeah, of course. And that's your exact right amount, Flash. I'm so glad to hear it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, have, a, uh, have a great afternoon uh, out there in uh, Indiana. Okay, Jen? Thank you. You and, guys have a great time on. Uh, oh well, man, Sean, are you doing your trivia next week? Uh, I'm doing my trivia. Yeah, every Sunday awesome. at eight thirty, Snooze Junction in Ballard. All right. Well, we are going to um, just sit down and just eat the shit out of this <laughs> thing of risotto, and uh, maybe even uh, move over to another bottle of wine because why not? Um, Sean, great job, dude. Thanks, man. It was a good time. I'm glad it turned out. Thanks, Jen. Bye. 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 Well, I know I want to give to the TBTLathon now. <laughs> I love that this episode was saved for Sweeps Week on TBTL. Yeah. My favorite uh, feature of this episode is the low to medium heat of anxiety and um, nervousness about Sean's performance that was coming through the Skype line from the, yeah. from the beginning where a cutting board was sitting on the, the burner to yeah. <laughs> the wires and to the, the water situation yeah. or sorry, the broth situation. Broth. Good broth. God. I mean, add more broth. <laughs> I was, I was nervous. <laughs> yes, it was. And she, and it wasn't like she was, um, you know, pretending or acting or anything she was de she was genuinely concerned about all of that the entire well, time and what it put me in mind of was jen has some level of anxiety with sean and she has always had this, this a similar type of anxiety with me it's different in that she always thinks sean is going to screw up right and she always thinks i'm going to say something inappropriate <laughs> so I felt what Sean's feeling. Yeah. I, I don't roll with it as well as he does. He's a very sunny guy and I'm not as sunny. So I yeah. get kind of like, oh, well, how dare you resent me or, or try to, you know, put a collar on me. Right. And Sean's just like, eh, whatever, more broth, I guess. That's right. Exactly. To, to be fair, Sean had done zero prep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. just seems, so it seems like that should have been he the, knows. I mean, you have to have a little pot. Have you watched a cooking show? Everything's already in a little bowl. That's even <laughs> how I cook, you know? But like, Sean would uh, say it worked out. You yeah. know, Sean's, Sean's answered that as well. Yeah. I wasn't prepared, but Hey, <laughs> I have a delicious risotto at the end of it. So yeah. who's right and who's wrong. That's Everybody what got know. what they wanted out of this. Jen yeah, they did. survived the show without the house burning down and without the computer collapsing in the middle. Right. Um, they had successful risotto. Luke got to steal a swig from the bottle early uh, on. A, a little more than that, I think. Yeah. More than just one swig, for sure. Everybody's playing their role in this, you know what I mean? Because Jen is, you know, the bossy sort of uh, whatever. She's she's a, a floating head, basically, telling telling them to add more broth. Luke's swigging out of the bottle, and Sean's just like, okay, 
I, I'm it's cool. It's good. I'm fine. Let's go. Let's do it. One thing that kind of got to me in this episode, kind of got my blood boiling, was when Jen took shots at both Taco Time, which you know, Bobby, <laughs> I know you're a fan of Taco Time. I don't think I don't think Jen is a big Taco Time person, um, but also took shots at Red Robin, like calling it like a fast food place. And Red Robin was an employer, was my employer for many, many years. They make great food. They have great people there. The Smiling Burgers, please don't make fun of the Smiling Burgers. It's a big part of Red <laughs> Robin. I mean, I was a little bit upset, you know, from going going from nervous to about the broth to now she's taking shots at, at some of my favorite restaurants in the Northwest. I mean, I had a lot of emotions during this and uh, frankly, a lot of hunger toward the end. Yeah. Oh, I immediately made risotto after listening to this. <laughs> had I the ingredients, I would have done done it as well. I made tacos. Yeah. If it hadn't been such a busy week this week, I would have been all over that. It would have been fun to do it with this. Although I'm pretty sure I do have a bottle of Chateau Saint-Michel Gewurztraminer. Gewurztraminer. In that's, the fridge. That's it? That's correct? Gewurztraminer. Yeah. Something like that. How, how do you guys know that? Is there like a pronunciation guide on the website? How do you know that? Uh, I actually put it up at robertpape.com. So if you go okay. there right now, you'll hear yeah, a I wine expert reading uh, – <laughs> Gewurztraminer. You must have done that also, just in the last 20 minutes or so because I was at robertpape.com about an hour ago and didn't see it. <laughs> well, uh, Mike, I don't know if you know how this works, but the show's not live. I'm actually going to put it up before it airs. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> right. um, you're a pro. I'm not a pro. There you right. go. Yes, this is wine country in New York State. I don't know uh -huh. if you knew that, Mike. That's but, right. Um, so Gewurztraminer is a is a popular wine in this area because it, it the the grapes grow well here. So it's one of the Bay City's best sellers up there. Exactly. Right. And where I grew up in Webster, New York, just outside of Rochester, Franzia is a popular wine with all yeah. the locals because it's extremely <laughs> affordable. Yes, it is. Sure. And very portable. There are things yes. There are things we haven't discussed yet that we need to touch on. Mm -hmm. Um Anytime Luke can pay a dollar twenty nine for some music in iTunes and really get his money's worth, I feel <laughs> oh, like God, the cooking the with Shaw theme song. Oh my God, kill me! Just over and over and over. Just a and slow over roll over. under like forty minutes of TBT. <laughs> I would love it if if Christy could pr prove her producing chops and have it under us right now. Oh, that's a multi-level challenge. As a producer of our show, I can tell you that's a lot harder than it sounds. I know. Some generic piece of music like that. Uh, and also, my favorite story from this episode, my favorite moment is actually the recalling the argument with Van about the can opener. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because how do you lose a can opener? It should just live in the kitchen and always be in the kitchen. I don't and know. Luke later realizes that he thinks he left it on an unfinished wall where it eventually got sheetrocked in by workers. That's that to me that's an excuse. There's no way that actually happened, right? Those guys would see it. I don't, I don't know. know. Like they just, give a crap what's on the walls. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's bizarre. That's just so typical. It's everything about that was, you know, typical. Typical. I just like that whoever bought that house uh, when they finally get sick of having to light their industrial stove with a match and decide to remodel the house and they just start ripping down drywall, they're going to find a great can opener. Sure. Right. 
Exactly. Pristine sure. condition. They're, they're not going to have any eyebrows from dealing with that stove, but they will find a nice can opener. Mike, you've worked in some shitty kitchens, right? So you've had to many. deal with that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, lighting, uh, lighting these things. And then also uh, at the restaurant I work in now, well, for a long time, we had a problem with the uh, water heater. And uh, boy, there was, we lost a lot of fine body hair. Uh, underneath that thing. <laughs> a couple of other details from the end of this episode that I feel are worth noting. Uh, Jen and Luke take a guess at how much Sean spent on the meal and Jen nails it. Yeah. <laughs> on the that? dollar. Yeah. Both showcases. I'm a, I'm a good guesser too. It makes Emily mad because she'll ask me to guess something and I'll always be really close and she'll be, she'll be mad almost every time. And uh, I was really proud of Jen for that for that guess. There's a lot there's a lot that goes into being a good guesser. You really have to be paying attention. And that's not yeah, Luke's no. uh, fort. Not at all. <laughs> I'm sure producer. Jen is the one. Sorry, Jen is the one who does the grocery shopping too. So I pro she probably mm -hmm. has a sense of how much things cost a little more than Luke does. Because we also know how much she hates uh, chit chat with the gab mouths at the uh, at the grocery store. <laughs> that's so right. we know she's doing the grocery shopping. She did overshoot a couple of dollars on the wine, but I think that was a ploy to plug the affordability of Chateau Saint-Michel, mm -hmm. <laughs> Woodenville, Washington, the Bay City. Some Gewürztraminer. Um, that was good. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Old English. <laughs> <laughs> right. Steel Reserve. Uh Speaking of more broth from a few minutes ago, oh, did we rate the appropriateness or inappropriateness of Luke's joke that he kept going back to at the mm. end of the episode about it being the Katrina of risottos? Mm. <laughs> yeah, Brian Williams looked at that risotto and thought he saw a body floating by. Because <laughs> he makes the joke and everybody laughs and then they move on. And then they come back around to the levees breaking on the broth. Yeah. God. Yeah, next I thought he was going to start telling some Mabobo jokes. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be Luke if we didn't get those moments. So I guess I'm glad yeah, they were there. Right. He, I cringed he was, a little bit. He was pulling on wine from the bottle, so the jokes were going to get <laughs> yes, more inappropriate. And taking a couple little digs at Jen about how much broth she wanted to put in there. I think yeah. he was trying to protect his friend Sean, too. Mm -hmm. Like, Sean, yeah. Sean's yeah. all right. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, the lesson here is that this was still better than pizza in a jar. Mm. What was it? Cake in a cup, pizza in yep. a jar. Yeah. Well, uh, Sheila, did you have any thoughts on this episode we didn't hit on yet? No, I don't think so. I just wrote more broth. That's what I wrote <laughs> down. More broth. Yeah, this this is one of those ones that's pretty self-explanatory, but is really worth a listen back. And since we're giving people most of the episode, I don't know that we need to say much about it. Um <laughs> But I was just so glad to see this one come over the planning. Uh, Christy is our master organizer with these things. Anytime a spreadsheet's involved, Christy's on top of it. Mm -hmm. And she shared this list with us and was just like, who wants in on tons of effing risotto? And I <laughs> took a took a dive on it. I, I got just plowed right through the Seahawks offensive line, as Jeremy would say, to get on top of this one. I, I feel tricked <laughs> because Christy sends a message to our group chat saying, who – who wants tons of effing risotto? And I said immediately, I said, me. 
And then she said, okay, well, you're record recording. I thought you were asking if I wanted some risotto. Of course I was going to say yes to that. You have to make it though. That's part of the deal. After yeah. you listen to this, you have uh, to go make risotto. I am cooking I'm just a lot invite. since, uh, since Emily, uh, went down yeah, with her sure. illness. So, uh, so risotto could be on the menu this week. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're all going to Austin. I like it. Yeah. Uh, with that, Mike, did I see that you put your name on some housekeeping for this evening? Absolutely. Since I'm the nice lady tonight, let me tell you, um, buy those stickers. Mike worked really hard on the stickers. He designed the stickers. He ordered them. He proofed them. He did everything you have to do uh, to get the stickers. And if you don't order the stickers, it's an insult to Mike personally. So No, don't say that because people love insulting Mike. Oh, wait. <laughs> if you don't order the stickers, Mike will be happy because he doesn't have to ship them. Sure. He, he also does all the shipping. That'll so work. He's doing Piss all Mike off. Order stickers. Yeah, right. uh, the archiving project, it's going well. It's not going as quickly as the nice lady wants it to go, um, but it is happening, and, and it's it's happening at, a, at the, about the rate that I thought it would, and I think we will um, be able to get this project done in the not-too-distant future. If you want to get involved with it, just send us an email, and Bobby will tell you uh, how to do that. Yeah, uh, shoot us an email at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com and we will connect you with all the appropriate information. Archiving is easy. If you take a look at our Facebook page, Little Red Bandwagon, you'll see people who've been doing it happily. And in fact, uh, you get folks like Phyllis Fletcher, who every time they stumble over something from the archives that makes them laugh, they're posting it to our page. So it's been really fun Mm -hmm. getting all these extra memories coming back. Uh, as people are working on this project, uh, it's not hard. There's lots of people out there to give you advice, and it's just a good excuse to put a few extra hours a week into some TBTL listening. So, again, it's littleredbandwagon at gmail.com, and our website is littleredbandwagon.com. As I just mentioned, find us on Facebook at Little Red Bandwagon. We also make occasional appearances in the Stens page. On Twitter, Mike, our nice lady of the night is at Drew McFrizz, <clears throat> the nice lady of our life. Christy Wise is at Kissy Eyes, K-I-S-S-I-E-Y-E-S. I'm at R.L. Pape. Producer Jeremy is at Dadstronaut. And Meredith is at Meredith underscore Mahan, no Y, M-H-A-N. The show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. Christy likes to respond to messages there while she's on the bus. So try to hit her an afternoon drive time. Really, all she's and- doing lately is taking shots at me. Like... <laughs> The other day, <laughs> Halloween's coming up. I know I know you, we're living in the future now, but <clears throat> Halloween's coming up. And she posted something. It was like a little kid's like prisoner costume. And she said, who wants to dress up like Drew McFrizz for Halloween? <laughs> I, don't, I don't appreciate that, Christy. That's mean. That's not nice. I was about to give the Seahawks 49ers score because you've completely ruined the evergreen nature of this episode anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I deserve it. If you ruin the game for me, I deserve it. But since we stopped watching at the half, I will back off. Just know the Seahawks are still on top by a decent margin. Thank you. Our voicemail is 802-432-TBTL. That's 802-432-8285. It is desperately lacking in drunk messages, so please <laughs> do something about that. Uh, order your stickers. Do a week of archiving and then leave us a drunk voicemail. That's your priority order of assignments from Little Red Bandwagon. Uh, And with that, Mike, get us out of here. 
Well, before I do, uh, Sheila, I want to thank you again for the scratchers that you sent. How did you manage to get California scratchers? Oh, I was there for work. Okay. Uh, yeah, because yeah. it came and I opened it and I was like, hmm, this what? is interesting. What? What? <laughs> right. I thought she lived in Ithaca, the yeah. um, the town right right outside of Baton Rouge, but uh, uh, <laughs> but they're from California. But uh, Sheila, thank you. It was uh, it was good to have you on, and, and I love this episode. Thanks for choosing it. You're welcome. Thanks for asking me. It was a lot of fun. And with that, um, let's see. Never wait for cake, and this is the next party. And we love you, Jen. I'll be Mike, I guess. Nailed it. That was beautiful in the clear and everything. Yeah, bravo. <laughs> I'm just glad I remembered. Because <laughs> yeah. after a while, I'm, I felt like I was listening to the podcast. You know, there you guys are in my ears. I'm like, oh, uh, just I could go do some laundry. <laughs> that would be funny if someone got so relaxed that they just zoned forgot. out. Yeah, just yeah. forgot they were actually in the process. Yeah. The minute someone records while they're in the shower with us, I'm done. Tap right. me out. Yeah, well, only, only Jeremy does shit like that. <laughs> Nailed it.